Kaluga. Oh my god. Okay, I'm going to count this back in. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. That is just going to be the start of this episode at this point. All right, fair enough. Hello, Podwalkers. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Gobblemore Podcast. Um, if that opening didn't uh, give us a clue of our mental state, just wanted to say uh, <laughs> this week, we took a break last week um, and kind of... It, we're kind of going to take a break a little bit this week. This is going to be a quick episode. We're going to, but we don't want, we, there's a few important things we want to talk about, yeah. but not a full episode topic length things. Exactly. Just a few more housekeeping-y things that, and, and also we didn't want to go two weeks without an episode. We just want to keep kind of checking in. So it's really is a, is a, is a behind the scenes things. It's really easy to get out of the habit. And so it's good to not get out of the habit of meeting up with your co-hosts. And talk. Which I think is, you know, that's why I joke that I'm just leaving that in at this point, because, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's been a bit, you know, we, yeah. we we're coming out of mental health month and we actually had recorded our last episode for that, you know, a week or so before the end of the month. And now, mm-hmm. we didn't, you know, last week was just, well, it was hectic. It was the end of mental health <laughs> month. Yeah. It was into Memorial day. And so like, it, it just feels like that's where we are. And we were kind of like, wow, we could end up going another week. Well, yeah. why don't we just get on and talk? Like, yep. So we got a few quick things we want to hit. Um, I think we're, oh, we can just start going into that. The, the, the first thing we want to do is is giveaways. There, are, there are, We have five, six, because I miss, no, five, because I keep five. counting wrong. Five, five total giveaways. Two plus one plus one plus one. It's it's been a long time since I played Magic. My math skills are getting rusty. Uh, five giveaways for our uh, month long giveaway we were doing in May for mental health awareness. Um, we were asking people to donate money to uh, mental health charities and send us proof. And we're gonna give some stuff. And, and you did, y'all we, did. We, y'all we got did. Like, we got responses. People, really, really people like stuff. That. It yeah. turns out, and um, and yeah. apparently people also like helping mental health stuff, which is wonderful. Yeah, we we really want to thank everybody that you know. This was a big part of the the push this t- second year in a row. You know, we we really have pushed for having mental health MTG. The hashtag being kind of a a, a part of it that was started. You know, um, DM underscore cross sat the somebody that um, he had approached us last year about this hashtag. And we kind of used it last year to have some conversations. Um, I tweeted a lot underneath it. The podcast last year really. Uh, did all episodes related to mental health. Basically, I think we had one like non-mental health episode just as the way time fell. This year, we were m- much more intentional about it. Mm-hmm. We were much more prepared. We had it all <laughs> mapped. We, we had all the episodes mapped out before the, the month really got rolling, which I was surprised because that's not been our, our well, model. Well, that's not typical. So we're, let, we're peeling back the curtain here to let you all know that is not typical. No. Um. <laughs> so... We had this giveaway set up, so we're going to do that. We're going to do those prizes. Um, before we kind of actually do the formal giving away, I want to just talk a little bit about Mental Health MTG and kind of what that month was for us. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, that's what we were trying to honor. So all of our topics uh, were really going to hit on that. So what, what, what we did this past month, if you missed, you can still go back. Uh, we talked first with um, uh, we talked with ALK Alters about mental health hospitalization. I mean, actually, a, a pretty heavy, serious mm-hmm. topic to, to kind of hit on. Yeah, it's one of the probably the, the most heavy, serious topic episodes we've had in a while. Yeah, yeah. 
So we did that to start off the month. Then we followed up with uh, Chase back on the show after kind of a, a break away. We hadn't uh, been able to work schedules out. And I think that was kind of funny because the, op- the episode we talked about with her was burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about, we talked with Taya, Taya Steer, who's a big supporter of this cast. And, you know, um, we've actually already given away an, an item that was kind of part of our giveaway to her. Um, so she donated a deck, one of the ones that were given away on top of that, there was a mental health stream and the mental health stream was to, so we partnered with a lot of other mental health creators this month. Um, and we did an all day of streaming commander, uh, to raise money for NAMI in particular. So NAMI.org, uh, the national Alliance of mental illness is, is the main organization that, you know, we kind of talked about supporting a lot of times you can support them at your local level. So if you support like NAMI, Minnesota, the money stays in Minnesota, um, for the stream we did broader we did the um we did a, a we did just nami as an organization and uh that raised over $5000 which just incredible i do not have words honestly um creators stepped up to bring on guests that were big names heavy hitters uh other creators were giving things away on top of that. We kept telling everybody, come give us proof. Just kind of jump in, give us proof. I saw a lot of the listeners and people from our Discord hop in and watch games and hang out. Taya and I played a game together. I played my artist proof deck. Um, finally. Turns out Mana Echoes plus Grenzo is not really fair. <laughs> um, because you start generating mana, and then every time a goblin comes into play, it generates a lot of mana. So, yeah, uh, I gambled away a victimize that would have let me put into play uh, Sling Gang Lieutenant and Siege Gang Commander, which if, if I hadn't have gambled it away on turn four would have netted me 81 mana that I could have dumped into then Grenzo activations, which would have been 40. And then any I hit beyond that would automatically have produced 10 mana, then 11 mana. So each goblin would then be five activations six activations etc uh i played my entire deck on the turn after that so <laughs> but tay and i played uh titus jumped in and he he got us uh started with the the means for uh, donating to get us up to 420 dollars. and taya had already donated a significant amount and then dropped like another 270 dollars just to get us up to 690 so she won a um we were given an artist proof um that somebody donated with a sketch from lucas graciano and we already gave that away to Taya because it was for the highest donation so um but we did that episode we did uh Taya and was on and talked about autism with us and then finally we finished off the month with jeff laubenstein talking about his goblin project it was yeah. a busy month alex it it really was. And I felt it. I will say that. Like, I felt it by the end of it. You know, I just felt like it was funny. We had talked about the burnout and, you know, I just felt that I, I, I was right up along that line, that line that we've talked about with Chase of spoons and spell slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it can, it can happen fast, even with things you care about. Like, and that's why we, we literally, like you said, we literally talked about that this month mm-hmm. talking about burnout. Um, and it's it's something something to watch for and, and 
but we, that's that's why we took a week off and we know you know really appreciate that our listeners understand like that we that we're practicing what we preach when we take our when we take time off to to take a break and to recharge because that's that we're trying to talk about mental health and raise awareness and talk about these topics and make kind of this make a place for these conversations but like that means it's important for us to kind of do the same thing and and it, it helps a lot I, I know maybe i'm speaking for you a little bit here hops but i know the fact that we talk about these things makes it a lot easier for me to actually hold myself accountable to follow through on these it's it's really easy to give other people a break that you don't give yourself but by talking through these things it's easier for me to look at myself and say no no we just talked about this burnout is a thing take a break take some time recharge and i think we, we try to model the good communication like we we huh. we, we said why yeah. it was right yep. like we don't really we try to practice the kind of the assertive piece in terms of um you know, we're, we're, we, we care about consistency. We know consistency is important and we know we're not going to hit every week. We're, we're, we're going to hit most where we've been able to, um, that mm -hmm. could change someday. We might need to take a hiatus or a break who knows, but w what we care about and, is that we're telling people. And, and we have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that and, and, and also <laughs> it's, it's, it's part of, it's part of the destigmatization. Maybe that's a word. Maybe that's not, but it, it is works. a word. Yeah. It, um, is, is talking about that and being open about that. That's, that's part of the thing that we're trying to kind of push back against that mental health is often stigmatized is misunderstood because it's stigmatized. It's also misunderstood because it's not talked about, but it's not talked about because it's stigmatized because it's not understood because it's just the <laughs> cycle. And so by being open about, I it, was really worried that you were caught in the loop there. Like that you were just on like skip. I was like, Oh no, that I was going lamb chop with the uh, song that never ends, which is yes. a reference I make all the time. And I am surprised it took us a hundred plus episodes for me to make it that to get to lamb chop. I know. The, well, it's the song that never ends. I, I, for some reason, the recursiveness of that song, just fascinated me as a child how the how the the last line leads back into the first line which leads into the last line in just this recursive loop it's something that it's just, parents love well and this i think also shows a lot of my male quality my male characteristics because it is a very male way to appreciate something i think <laughs> So it's like because the song is about it never ending and it is structurally set up to recurse perfectly you know, it, it, uh, yeah, 99 bottles of beer on the wall has a set end date and, you know, a set, mm -hmm. a set beginning and end. It's also clear on that. It's kind of a, you know, we have not done like the Melvin versus Vorthos of songs. I know we just did our first music one, but, you know, the structure versus the content. I the, <laughs> See, we're already starting to start planning for the future. What? Yep. That's just never an issue. We have a planning document that's oh, pages that, long. That that never gets shorter because we keep adding to it. And you know something else that we actually did this year, Alex? Uh, you know, well, I guess we haven't done yet, but we are doing. Mm -hmm. We're remembering that, uh, you know, we have a anniversary coming up. That's right. <laughs> it we didn't are. sneak up on us. We actually talked about this even we, back at the beginning, end of April, before yes, May. We talked we, about this. We actually did. So uh, why don't we expertly segue into that topic of this short episode so in this month june and to be you know I, I can't remember the exact date it's within the next couple of weeks will be our third anniversary as a cast um it was it was june three years ago 
Math is hard. Um, <laughs> we started, we recorded our first episode and posted it, well, a little bit later because our first episode was lost only to re-record the first You mean episode. the re-recorded? Is when we posted the re-recorded version of that episode. Um, yeah, so what we want to do, uh, last year I know you and I talked, did kind of a retrospective, which was fun and I love it. And and But we did that and I'm sure we'll do it again. But it's like I was thinking well, I want to do something different. And so inspired by the year three, um, I thought it would be fun if you and I did something that was maybe about the cast, but maybe a, just a little more personal and do some like top three lists, mm-hmm. you know, and we could come up with a few things ourselves and that would, it would probably make for a fun episode because you and I have talked with less content than like less started with less substance and come up with a conversation <laughs> there, but it would be a lot more fun, I think. And probably an overall better episode if, if you know, our listeners in, in the community um, pitch in some ideas and some some things that you want us to talk about. And so top three I- items, if you want to send them to... Yes, either just uh, email, email them to goblinlorepod at um, gmail.com or, uh, sorry, that is a lie. Goblinlorepod <laughs> is how you can find us on Twitter and you can DM the cast there. Uh, goblin lore podcast at gmail.com is the full email address okay so I, yeah hit, either of those up, ways either of those ways and send them to us so we need um, top threes of things and then the yep. other rule that we set is well we're, we'll get the topics from y'all mm-hmm. um alex and i are not going to share with each other what any of our answers are prior yes. to actually sitting down no so we will that will the conversation that will lead from that will be purely organic um and that's like organic is a nice way to say chaos oh excellent yes yeah it's a really it's a very nice way of you to for you to put things that's the writer in you yep. to to prettify our our just flat out the fact that it, it could be a hot mess oh yeah i mean i i hope it's a hot mess i probably and not a hot better. dish oh if it could i mean both. actually either one tater tot hot dish man <laughs> except it's really hot out right now hot dish isn't great when it's 90 something outside. Degrees. yeah in my air conditioner i don't think it works right but anyway that is i would say not another another episode but it's actually not another episode <laughs> that is another conversation that we won't have while recording oh anyway so that's that we'd love to hear from you loved it yeah so, so we can third year anniversary june yeah. 18th i thought it was and i did confirm just june 18th okay june 18th of 2018 very nice. Um, so then, as we're kind of wrapping things up, uh, I do have one thing I want to uh, kind of plug. There is a convention I go to every year, except for COVID year, sort of actually, because they did an online thing and I was doing it. Anyway, uh, there's a convention, a local Minneapolis convention called Fourth Street Fantasy Con- uh, Convention. Um, they are a small con. It's it's very literature focused. That's you know, that's a lot of the things that I bring to the cast. I talk about narrative. I talk about things. Uh, former cast or former guest uh, Reinhard was is a friend who I met at this convention. Um, it's, I love going to it, but it's in Minneapolis every year. It's it's I, I try to recommend that people come, but it's really hard for people who aren't in Minneapolis to to make it to that. Well, this year, well, last year. Um, because of COVID, they, they released some podcasts that they recorded like panels. So those are still out there on their website. Those are available for free and are great to listen to if you want to, to download and listen to those. But this year in, in, in 2021, in um, actually the, the week of the, I think it's the weekend of the 19th through the 21st, whatever that Friday, Saturday, Sunday are right around 1920, somewhere in that range. 
um, is when the convention is going to be held this year. It's going to be online entirely. Um, there is registration for it, and they are asking for a $20 donation to help the convention, but it is pay what you can. So if you don't have that, don't feel you have to pay that. Don't worry about it. Just you can register. And I love this convention. I think there's a lot of great people who go and they talk about some really deep and interesting topics, dig into narrative and, and, and story structure. Um, there's some, some weird stuff they're going to do this year. So they've got the panels listed. I don't have it in front of me. We'll get a link thrown in the show notes by the time we're done recording, but I wasn't that organized right now, but I know the email today <laughs> and this is just the weird. So they have other things go on, like they have writer workshops and stuff, which they aren't doing this year because that's kind of a good physical space thing. Um, but so this year, because it's all digital, one of the things that they want to do is they want to talk about like life in the before and the after of an apocalypse. And the way they're going to do this is, oh, I believe it's writer CL Polk, and I'm going to feel bad if I got their name wrong, um, is going to stream so it's good they're going to be in discord so you can you just join you know get discord for free get on there and this uh, author is going to go through world of warcraft in the classic uh servers of the game before the fourth ex the, the third expansion which is called cataclysm and then go through on the cataclysm server to show like the before to literally show the before and after on this continent that happened before this this cataclysm where a giant dragon decided to break a bunch of shit. That's so awesome. That's really I just, cool. Like that is so cool. And that's just yeah. the thing that like, if you're registered for the convention, this is when it's going to happen, you know, kind of that I have to look at the, the specific details of that, but it's part of the registration and that just popped up today. And so it's like, that's the, the, one of the reasons I love this place. They will get up there. They've had some panels about games. Some of the, the there's some people there who haven't played a lot of games, but even the, the people for whom like they haven't played video games, they can respect that there is narrative and things there. And it's, it's interesting. So they'll have panels where people who have played games will get up and talk about how there was a few years ago, there was a panel about how narrative structure changes with an interactive media and how game, you know, how different people have kind of approached that and how it's weird and different in this sort of new frontier in storytelling. Um, which was just, well, I mean, even in, in, you know, I was thinking even in the structure of our cast and how we've mm -hmm. evolved, you know, just, I don't, you know, if we, if we didn't have an interactive kind of component or ways that we were interacting and in, say even our discord, you know, I think of that as being, for instance, you know, like I love our discord. I mm -hmm. think they have greatly helped shape yeah. the cast and like little changes in it and things that we've done. And I mean, like, and I think it's, it's an interesting thing to see getting that feedback in, I think the you know, like in a, in a quicker period of time than you might say previously for writers mm -hmm. where it may have been like between books or, you know, like there's, oh, yeah. there's a lot more immediacy well, yeah. that. Yeah. And in the, in, you know, before the internet age, it might be, you'll hear from your editors and maybe, you know, your beta readers and things, but you're not going to hear from general public except for maybe a few times a year, you're at a convention, you're at a signing and you're going to hear little bits from people who are walking by or maybe at a panel or something, but you're not getting a lot of that in a more consistent way. Or maybe you know someone writes a letter, but again, there's not, there's there's not there's a much higher barrier to do that to give that feedback and to kind of get that. So it's just it's interesting. And so if the, any of that sounds interesting to y'all, check out Fourth uh, Street Fantasy Convention. Um, so it's happening a couple uh, in the middle of June, I think the the nineteenth to the twentieth, twenty first, somewhere there. It's, it's, it's a full, full weekend. 
we were kind of talking about there's going to be some things coming, um, you know, mm-hmm. down that are still conventions are not going to be widespread again, not yet. And yeah. there's, you know, like last year, we were going to participate in the, a local con um, mm-hmm. about the podcast. And, you know, that yeah. still that still hasn't been. But, uh, you know, like um, I may be presenting, you know, some uh, data got accepted in from our D&D for social anxiety group. So there may be the potential to share some of that stuff, you know, to cross that line between my professional and my you know, podcast life, like we may be able to share some of that stuff as it comes up. And if there's these opportunities where they're either free or they may be more widely open than they had been in the past, even for a small donation or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that wanted to get out there and plug that. I know I've, I've mentioned them a few times in the past and that's if, if a lot of that stuff that I bring to the cast is interesting to you, at least check it out, go check the website. They've got the list for the panels for this year and kind of the stuff that's, that's available that they're planning to do. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they actually do with a, a full convention. Like I said last year they did a few podcasts that were, were fun yeah, based on the convention, yeah. like mm-hmm. based on that panel style and the way they do panels is I, I, I love it. It's, it's hard. I don't want to sit and spend too much time, but it's, it's great. Um, and actually part of one of the things at fourth street, especially being a smaller convention, they, the audience is part of the community in, in a very organized and constructive way, because often audience trying to be part of panels can be, more of a mess in, in other things, but this con hasn't really figured out. And part of it is, is just the crowd who tends to go there. There isn't, it's people who are more interested in the craft and who are more interested in sort of those specific or nitty gritty things. And it's a smaller, it's a smaller. And it's smaller. And, and the I physical mean, con is actually yeah. capped attendance. I think yeah. it's like 225 or something is the cap. They've never actually hit it, but 2019, they were close. They talked about it in closing ceremonies that they were pretty close um, so they warn, like, you know, register early if you want to come. But now this year, again, online, there's no, there's no cap. It changes things, it right? Changes and things. it'll Anyone be interesting can... to see how it changes, as you said, the interactive piece, right? Like, if you can have a much larger audience, yeah, is, is that it... going to change the con itself? Yeah. Well, and they, they actually last year was fun. So they had like the panelists would do the podcast, or like they would do the panel, quote unquote, and then at the end of the panel, they had people who were part of the the. Um, usually called concom like the, the convention committee who kind of run the, the convention who would who were just listening to the panel who then piped in audience questions at the end to kind of facilitate more conversation and to again sort of facilitate that same sort of feel that the convention had um and actually I had a group of friends who used to go you know we meet up at the convention every year um, we, we listened to all of those episodes on Discord together. We just scheduled times to get together and listen to them like a panel because then we would talk. And it, that was one of the best things about that convention for me was not just going to the panels, but then like afterwards going to the bar and talking to everyone. Because one of the big things at this con, which isn't really going to matter too much now, but is, is single track programming. Because it's small, they never have multiple things scheduled at the same time. There's a single thing going on at any given time, and you don't have to go to everything, but it means that anything that happened, everyone else could have gone to could could have gone to. So if you just see a random person with a Fourth Street, you know, registration badge sitting in the bar, you've got some common touch points to talk to them about. You're like, hey, what was your you know favorite panels? You have you have some immediate things, and then the the con also did a lot of good stuff for they had volunteers who would gather people up to go grab dinner if you didn't have anything to go with you just found someone who had their hand raised and well actually they had little whiteboards and they'd say what restaurants they were going to because there was a bunch in the area and so it's just 
the con was great. And especially it was the first convention I went to as someone with social anxiety. It was, it was just so great. And it, yeah, they really sound like they've made an effort was, to make it a welcoming environment. It, exactly. And, and it was, the people were welcoming and warm, but they also went out of the way to specifically create systems to help facilitate, you know, people being as involved as they wanted to be. And, and so I could talk about that for much longer than I already have. So let's, we move on. Well, to I was, you know, I would say, you know, if you like the type of stuff that um, Alex kind of brings when we talk about the story narrative and we talk about structure and that, those pieces that go into that creativity and then the sci-fi episode, go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, Reinhardt, who was on that actually has now written for wizards, which is yep. kind of a spoiler for something that we're, we have in the works um, is bringing him back now that he, you know, he, he, when we met with him last, he had not done this yet. And, you know, so if you liked those things and, you know, uh, what he brought to that sci-fi episode, what Alex brings, I think, on a regular basis, and that's the type of stuff you enjoy, 4th Street might be worth checking out. Yep. Um, last thing before we go into the actual just giveaway, uh, thank you to Grinding Coffee Company, uh, yes. which I realized afterwards I never reached out to to say that we were doing giveaways. And I, I just happened to be talking to one of the people who like manage all of the like social media and the, the pieces. And I mentioned it and they're like, yeah, we, we totally would have given you guys stuff to give away. <laughs> like, uh, well, right. Right. Of course. Like, yes, that's, of course. Because we're professionals now and we know how sponsorships work and we keep all this stuff in our heads. And, uh, no, we're just goblins. And it's, <laughs> we learn as we go. That's, like, that's a big we'll lesson. Learn. We learn yeah. as we go. So next year, if we, you know, we, 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 if we're hopefully still doing this, I am going to remember to reach out to Grinding Coffee Company, who is a, I mean, still a very appropriate for this month. You know, they are a black owned LGBT ran. So they are a company that is very embracing of pride in mm -hmm. not just a matter of kind of the corporate changing to like their logo. They are actually an LGBT company. Mm -hmm. If you're looking to support them, um, you can go to our, uh, twitter we have our link to our affiliate link um if not us use somebody like ellie the veil or um amanda who shakes the world these are other great creators that also we all kind of work with them so yeah uh we want to do that before we get to the giveaway so alex what are we giving away right. first well i just i'll go just right pick, through the list that just, i have yeah let's pick something let's, off let's do the let's do the goblin decks You've got the okay. details on those, so so we have two goblin decks. So we have a a, a Grenzo deck that um that uh, was put together with the help of um at Barbarians Rid One, so Barbarians Riddle, so who's been on this cast doing the uh, episode with us and Michelle on Killian Lou, had sent me a goblin deck a long time ago, um just to kind of do whatever with, and I had held on to it for a while, um because we didn't weren't sure what to do. We were going to give it away as part of the the uh, Tolarian Academy giveaway, and the winner never claimed it. So, unfortunately, that means it's great for everybody else because we already had a deck ready to go, and yep. I didn't have to scrounge around for even more goblins through my collection. Um, and um, another thing that happened with this deck is while we were working on this, um, Ursa uh, Ursa Bear Plane uh, Ursa Ursa Bearwalker. It's like I know it's planeswalking and bears and Ursa. Um, Ursa, U R S A, as in a bear, not Urza, even though it's a play on that too. So <laughs> they donated a um, altered uh, sudden spoiling for the deck, as well as some lands to upgrade. So we had this posted on our um, 
thing for quite a while. It comes with a Ultra Pro uh, uh, what, Boulder case. I don't know what these cases are. Um, so Dragon Shield sleeves, everything. Um, so this is what we put together, and we we are going to f- pull the first winner, and the first winner is at MTG Raps Andrew. Um, Andrew, I, I hopefully you are listening. If not, I'm going to be very upset uh, just because I know that that's somebody who has been listening to us for quite a while. But Andrew, you won the first Goblin deck. So, yes, Alex, what do we have next? All right. Well, we let's just do the other Goblin deck. <laughs> yeah, so try to be clever and, and like come mix up with something. It like, was like, I just tired. Let's just, you're just tired. Goblin. We're gonna do it. It's uh, this is this was donated by Taya Transcends. It is a version of her Doretti deck. Um, I uh, actually need to. So I she had asked me. Um, Yes. So I do I, the deck list is available. Um it is a definitely less more of a goblin focused deck and more of a Doretti artifact theme deck. It is a lot of fun. She played it on stream in the midst of when um I was playing my goblin deck, so she played the deck that she was going to give away also. So that one is going to go to uh at Metal Upis, who uh, I believe is like a neighbor, like if, if I'm like to us in terms of um, a state or two away, if, I, if, if my mind serves me correctly. So Sorry. that one will be nice and easy for me to ship, or maybe I'll just drive it on down or something. That's something you do in the Midwest. Yeah. So cool. All right. Well, then yeah. next, uh, let's give away a Goblin Festival. Uh, Goblin Festival. Or- yeah. Signed print by Jeff Laubenstein. Signed print. Uh, and that is going to go ahead and go to um, Phil at Blind White Bird, I believe is is the it's 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 it has no um, vowels in it, but it looks like that. So it is either Blonde White Bird or Blind White Bird or a bard of some sort. All of these are possible. But Phil, get a hold of us. Uh, so I, I guess I should like mark down somewhere. As we're doing this, I remember who gets what. Oh yeah, yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> I, I'm I'll, doing uh, that now. <laughs> I'll fill, I'll fill the air. Don't worry, I got it handled. You do that, and I'll just stammer here for a second, and this will all make the cast because we're both tired right now. Um, yeah, we got yeah. another print. All right, we got one more print. <laughs> so this is this print is a is another Jeff Laubenstein signed print uh, of a goblin sitting on a beer barrel. Looks very Germanic. Uh, says magic time on it, and. The goblin has a stein in one hand and magic cards in front of them. Sounds very appropriate. <laughs> and that is going to go to at Quana177. All right. And finally, we got one more giveaway. We've got a bunch of goblin tokens. Tokens in more. general. Tokens in general. Yeah, these are uh, just tokens in general that were donated by... Um, uh, UN uh, at SDS underscore UNM, who also just he, he wanted to know, hey, can I give something away? Uh, had a bunch of Jeff Miracola tokens and Jeff Miracola signed tokens. Uh, I don't even know what's fully in this because I just opened it up and there's some that are from Jeff's just site. So, some there is Goblin token, there is an eight token in here, there's some Beebles, which I am unsure if they're signed or not, but there's a lot of cool nice. stuff in here. Just um, a- 
just a treasure trove of tokens. Yes, Very if you nice. like tokens, this is just kind of a fun little token pack, and that is going to go to uh, Fashion Natesta at F Natesta, um, and that is actually somebody that may be coming on the show soon. Whoa! Other spoilers. You don't even know what we're going to talk about with her. I don't think you even know yet, Alex. No, no, I don't. So. Yeah, so <laughs> spoilers for everyone involved. Spoilers for everybody today. For you, we got. <laughs> All right. So that's well, our giveaway. That's a giveaway. I believe that is just about everything, except you've got something going on this weekend. <laughs> so, yes, I do. Um, so, uh, if people know um, Magic with Zuby and Pixie Kitten, um, who do a show Magic for Normies or, or Magic with Normies. Um, they did a recent wrestling style promo. Um, and I know that there's a big overlap in, in the magic community between um, kind of magic uh, and mass, magic fans and wrestling fans. And they did kind of promo videos and then trash talking disc videos and leading up to an event. Well, like the joke went around and we like, okay, well, is this going to become a thing? And somebody's like, well, people need to do this. And I was like, well, fine, I, I, I'll take a blood feud. And so that turned into a <laughs> event. On on Thursday or Saturday, on sorry, wow, on Saturday the thirteenth at Saturday. three o'clock Eastern. Um, okay. It's going to be Saturday. Uh, the thirteenth is a Sunday. It is going to be Saturday the twelfth. Saturday the twelfth. <laughs> Saturday June twelfth. Thank you for everybody out there listening. Twenty twenty one. Just in case we needed to make that clear for some reason. Yes, this coming Saturday at three Eastern. So um, at Mister underscore Bevers will be hosting this um i've done some pack cracking for charity with him before uh he is the uh, uh oh the magic mountie uh, we all have rest so everybody had to do you know like we have wrestling personas we have uh there is a poster that you can find online i don't want to spoil anything because i feel like you should go look at this if you haven't actually seen it yet um my video is one of my favorite things i think i've ever done in my life uh there is some sacrilege in it for longtime listeners of this show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I was uh, shocked when I finally watched it. I was. Like, what's funny about it is I've had people shocked at the ending to the video for multiple reasons. I will say that, <laughs> like, there is more than just one thing shocking going on at that point. Yes, is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say. And this one we aren't spoiling. No, we're not this spoiling. One we're teasing. We're teasing because this is the four clown throwdown for the Trevor project. So it's being hosted by uh, Mr. Bevers. And so the links to all of this and to all the people being involved will be up. Um, uh, He is the Monarch Mountie, um, Nick Lambert. So who is also another big supporter of the show and has a a podcast called Magic Nexus or works for Magic Nexus. And they have a news program, um, WNXUS. Eh! Uh, I like making stuff up at this point. WNX. S news so it's a news style program um and their persona is uh big papa jank and then at chain underscore commander who was actually the first one to call me out specifically and i think get this whole ball rolling is the changuin which will make a lot more sense if you go watch all of our videos and i of course am krokashima krokashima Krakashima. You know, the, I, I, I don't know what, how you want to pronounce it. Well, or is it just I, all of them are, are equally valid and it's they're all valid like. when, when it when it comes to Clark, everything is valid and we know that. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Sure. 
so we're doing another we're doing um we're gonna play um commander for we're trying to get in a couple of games like i said starting at two eastern um we have prizes that they are pretty significant and cool we haven't fully announced them yet because we are doing figuring out how we're going to be giving things away um a lot of it is going to be based on similar to this to donations hanging out in the chat with us um so it, it is to raise money for the trevor project so if people don't know um the trevor project were f founded in 98 by the creators of a, of an academy award-winning short film called trevor the Trevor Project is a, a national organization providing crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to LGBT um, queer and questioning youth under 25. So this is for young people, like not youth, young people um, that are dealing with, uh, you know, crisis intervention, suicide prevention. Um, there are a lot, a lot of programs and services that they do. And that is really like they, you know, they are associated with, they have the Trevor Lifeline. Um, and there is kind of like a lot of ally training, community resources, and the money goes to fund those. So that's who we will be using as our charity for this event on on this weekend, on Saturday the 12th. Saturday the 12th. Excellent. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. So that, check it, that out. That sounds cool. Um, I, I have one thing. So I was more organized than I thought, but less organized enough to use that organization. I just found the page for Fourth Street that I had open. I didn't know what it was. So <laughs> I just, I just, I want to talk about just real quick one of the panels for this year because I love, first of all, the way they name their panels because Scott Lynch is ridiculous and he's an amazing person. Um, but also, so the, one of the panels for this year is called "Kinging is Hard, but Not Kinging is Harder: Colon Valorizing Collective Action." <laughs> cannot wait cannot wait to hear that that, that is awesome so cool. there you go so thank you for hanging out with us um alex and i are recording again this thursday to get things back on track and we're scheduling guests and we don't even know what we're recording this thursday yet but nope not yet but we it will be recording something and we're pumped yep. yeah yeah <laughs> we're excited for it tbd thank you all. <laughs> Later. and that's our show for today you can find the host on Twitter. HotsQ can be found at HotsQ, and Alex Newman can be found at Mel underscore Comicler. Send any questions, comments, thoughts, hopes, and dreams to at GoblinLorePod on Twitter, or email us at GoblinLorePodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support your friendly neighborhood gobsmith, the cast can be found at Patreon.com slash GoblinLorePod. Opening and closing music by Vindergotten, who can be found on Twitter at Vindergotten, or online at vindergotten.bandcamp.com. Logo art by Steven Raphael, who can be found on Twitter at Steve Raphael. Goblin Lore is proud to be presented by Tipsters of the Coast as part of their growing Vorthos content, as well as magic content of all kinds. Check them out on Twitter at hipstersmtg or online at hipstersofthecoast.com. Thank you all for listening, and remember, goblins like snowflakes are only dangerous in numbers. <laughs> <laughs>